0: Welcome to this episode of TechLink in Conversation. I'm Eddie Grant, a Director at Technical Connection. During our conversations, we seek to review the topical bulletins published on TechLink, our knowledge management tool for all things tax, trusts, pensions, much, much more. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by Tony Wickenden, Joint Managing Director at Technical Connection. Hello, Tony, how are you? And how's the last couple of months been since we last spoke on the podcast?
1: Um, very well, Eddie. And the last couple of months have been full of action. I think, like so many of our peers, we've been pretty effective and I think pretty productive over the last couple of months. And I was lucky enough to get a week away in Madeira just recently, which was fantastic. Never been there before. Probably will go again. It's because I'm older. I thought, we pulled in. And I both said, "Why haven't we been to Madeira before?" Because it had this. It's generally got this picture of older people and not much going on and that's exactly what i wanted so it was fantastic thank you have you done anything have you managed to get anywhere
0: well no although uh, marina has, has definitely planned something for me in the next couple of weeks uh, but staying in the uk and uh, and you didn't have to quarantine or anything though no
1: legitimately didn't have to test before out, and no quarantining when we came back so that's fantastic
0: brilliant Um, So uh, thanks for joining us today Um, I just wanted to pick up on one area advisors are as we know great at wealth creation and management and preservation of of wealth Um, but recently um, you've been writing and thinking about um, the wealth management sector and areas where perhaps they're not so good at do you want to um, elaborate a little bit more? Yeah, I
1: will. First, I'm to say not so good at it. It sounds like I'm really carping or being a bit patronising. It's just, I think it's obvious because I think so many advisors are so good at the wealth creation, wealth management, wealth preservation process that our protection muscles, as it were, and I've used this analogy in a money marketing article, have, have wasted a little bit because we've concentrated on the other, understandably, on the other muscle groups, as it were. So the analogy I've drawn is we've let our core strength go a little bit because Back in the day, and I'll say the day being our day as well, even though you're a bit younger, than you, actually quite a bit younger than me, um, doing the protection, getting protection in place was the most important thing, the starting point, the bedrock, the foundation for your financial plan. And I think that slipped a little bit, not everywhere, but just generally, I think most people go, Yeah, you've probably got a good point. And I think we perhaps need to do something more about that. The current time has made us more conscious and aware of the importance of health and well-being and all of that. So I think the time is right dealt with sensitively to just refocus on on protection and get our core strength back again by you know just talking about protection more, and thinking about it more and seeing it actually as an intrinsic part of a decent wealth management plan
0: and um it's nice of you to say that i'm i'm younger than you um sometimes i don't actually feel feel like it when you tell me about your your runs and everything else that you do um so um so why do you think that protection has not really got the attention it deserves with wealth planners? I think yeah, because the concentration on wealth, to
1: some extent, there's an incentive to get more funds under management, to you know, look after more money. And it's understandable. And of course, clients are obviously more interested in stuff that affects them today. when they can see tangible evidence of how well they're doing. And that's about their wealth, how much they've got, what their assets are worth, not so much about what the position would be if they weren't around anymore, or if they couldn't generate income anymore. So naturally, it's an easier thing to talk about. Pensions have been so much and continue to be in the news. Thank God, says Claire. how Claire that is. Um, And just that whole difficulty of having enough money with greater longevity, having enough money to support you in longer life, concentration is understandably on wealth. So I think it's not to chide advisors it's 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 inevitable but i think it is our responsibility to do more about having that protection discussion because it's basically asking the what if question for all the good work fantastic work that advisors do on on wealth management and creation and preservation that what if question you know what if your plan were blown off course by you not being around uh, or you not being around to generate the income that is currently going into the investments uh, helping you to get towards your goal. That's the that's what we need to do, and I think that's what hasn't been done enough. And I think there's an element of absolute responsibility that the sector has for having more of those discussions.
0: And um, so you you've written in uh, money marketing as you mentioned. Um, have you done anything else to to highlight this particular issue?
1: Um... You say no. I just wrote that one article. No, we have whenever possible, uh, and certainly in some of the conferences we've been running and the webinars we've been doing, we try to just build this in to just gradually make this part more personal. Mission to get this to be more of more of the wealth management discussion. Um, trying also to develop some means by which advisors can more easily engage with clients so you can you know the market can look out for those when we've finally finished developing them just to help conversations to be had more easily i'll continue to write we've uh you'll also see in TechLink actually a, a video we've recorded that aligns to the money marketing article around the importance of core strength and resting your wealth management plan on a strong protection foundation
0: and um there's a is that is that the animation then is that the you've been looking at animation haven't you recently is uh, yeah I, an animated I, pony as I like to call I, it I prefer that I always like to
1: feel I'm quite animated but yeah the cartoon version or the things coming in on the side are much more uh, I think it's a great way of engaging with clients because just to make uh, we've all done so much more haven't we with technology you probably more than most others in the sector uh, certainly in our business done some fantastic work you have is. Praise to you, Eddie, for what we've done within TechLink and encouraging that kind of development. So um, the, the idea for animation, effectively, I think, came from a discussion we had initiated by you to go, what can we do with our video content to make it a little more engaging? So, uh, yeah, the soon-to-be-published one on core strength with some interesting and fun animation, which may, you know, the message is the same, but it visually looks a little more attractive, which, as we all know, especially for clients, is is particularly important, I think.
0: And, and and I suppose protection also when you think about the uh, SME marketplace and, and I know your your heart having run your business for, for many years is 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 obviously trying to engage in that market. How do you think the the, the planner can can really engage in, in particular with business assurance and key person?
1: Yeah, so as well as that that whole area of protection as part of wealth, and I think just to finish that bit off, embedding protection into the wealth planning process by having sort of gap protection in relation to inheritance tax, what you want your family to have and what they would get, providing for inheritance tax as a legitimate solution uh, to inheritance tax planning as opposed to a a last resort solution, building in uh, protection into loan trusts and DGTs um, as a means of making them work immediately should God forbid you die, you know, sooner than the the plan projection would, would have you die. But getting to the business, for all of that, lots of work to do there, and and we'll do all we can within technique to help advisors have those discussions coherently. Um, But in the the business market, absolutely a great place, I would say, for advisors to start, and this is a place that probably started John and I off in having these discussions more, was actually look at yourself first. If you start at home, as it were, in your own business, a great place to start. Be rigorous with yourself. Audit your own business and just say, how prepared are we for that you know, that catastrophe. How prepared is the business to continue? Run a liability audit, as we call it, or what would happen? Now, how prepared are we for that succession plan that we want to happen? Would it actually happen, or would we have effectively what amounts to a business intestacy? So and starting with yourself, that when you get something yourself, you really are able to communicate it much more, just with, with more passion and more belief. And, and people then to, are more likely to be drawn to you because they sort of trust you because you've actually done it yourself and, and with professional connections, once you've done that with yourself, you say, no, we're in good order. Professional connections are such a great, you know, gateway to the business market accountants in particular. So again, having that access point starts with, I think, actually in done in a sensitive, you know, professional way, start with the professional. So let's run a liability on you, let's let's run a liability audit on you. Let's see if you'd suffer a business intestacy. And just using those words and gets people quite interested about what you mean by this. So I think starting in those two places at home first with your own business, then with professional connections and offering them to do it. Because if they get it themselves, and most, most businesses would find they're sure on the protection that they need, if they're true and honest about that, like most individuals would, if they're true and honest about how much protection they need for their family. So many people don't do protection I'm in the company scheme without taking that important next step. So I've got a bank account. Yeah, but how much is in it. I'm in the company scheme. Yeah, but how much protection is there? And, oh, I've got twice salary. What's your salary? $50,000, $100,000. you have got three kids and you're the sole. Is that enough? You know, it gives us the ability to have the important challenging conversations and in both the business world and the wealth planning world. I think it's this this point I've used over many years, this phrase of creating justifiable anxiety, because however good we are technically – if people aren't worried enough, and I don't mean sort of scaring people wrongly and you know, unethically, just just making them aware of the position, then it's up to them to take action. If we don't make people aware and get them justifiably anxious, nothing will happen. Basically.
0: And there's been um, during the, the COVID uh, lockdown period, and obviously still, still with COVID going on, there's been a lot of issues around underwriting. I know you've been talking to some of the protection specialists. Has that has that uh, eased a little bit? Yeah, I understand it has. I think so, definitely um, speaking with a business we you know called Future
1: Proof, you know, it's definitely in the market. It seemed that certain providers, I won't say who, reacted and were got their act together, as it were, much quicker to get medical reports and all of that done to get the keep the process going than others. I think there's obviously there always is gaps between who's good and who's bad, and this isn't our place to to do that now. But I think. Generally, if you need life insurance, you should be able to get it now. And there has definitely been an upswing, anecdotally, but we're just about to carry out some research on that whole subject of protection amongst advisors. But um, there's definitely been an upswing in interest, and certainly business levels seem to be quite good in the protection market from what we hear. So, yeah, I think largely it's been dealt with.
0: And I suppose um, I know a lot of people have started to doing their own housekeeping haven't they and, and and if you're you know if you're really looking at your financial planning then uh, protection is a pretty good place to start from a from a house housekeeping point of view you're asking that what if question it's the same with
1: it's, not, it's a related subject but in terms of and I can speak personally you know this sort of occasion when you're saying you've had more time in fact doing stuff like this when I mean, you've had a bit less time if you haven't had that that relaxation of downtime whilst travelling on a train or something. But to give you the time to just go, is my will up to date? Do I have a lasting power of attorney? Or if so, is it up to date? And then related to that, just be, have I got enough protection, income protection and life insurance? And you've seen more and more people doing You've seen the, You may have seen if you're into daytime TV. Not that you've got any time, but stuff comes in about at a certain time of day where it follows in with, have you got enough life insurance and how easy it is to get it? look how much, you know, that whole thing about you insure your car but you don't insure yourself. So I think there's there's been a, there has definitely been, I think, an increase in interest in that. And as you said, people actually generating the interest themselves. So actually maybe creating that justifiable anxiety is a little easier these days because people are more acutely aware of what it means if you aren't adequately covered, as well as looking after yourself generally, of course, physically.
0: And I was reading on uh, Techlink the other day, the uh, government have allowed uh, video witnessing of wills um which which I noticed, so uh, I think that's a temporary measure, isn't it from from reading the the bulletin It is, as I understand, yeah, definitely I didn't write the
1: bulletin so I didn't read it as carefully as I should have. No, but it's great. it is a very good bulletin, and yes it has, and there's been so much development hasn't there over in this time to one generally using technology more efficiently, but then recognizing the difficulties in completing certain transactions and certain parts of the transaction that physical witnessing has, you know. So what can we do about that in terms of life insurance, trust, wills and video witnessing, having those two witnesses watching you sign your will at the same time, very difficult and all of that. So yeah, I'm, I, there's been great strides made forward and I don't think they'll they, they'll end up, all of these things not being temporary from the broadest use of technology to those those features of Filling in, video witnessing, the signature basis, e-signature, everything that's been done there. We're not going to go back, and shouldn't. You know, we've been accelerated that move to greater efficiency, which has to be good. Painful when you have to deal with it. Once you've done it, it's like all those difficult jobs. You feel quite good, and and we're not. There's no going back. There shouldn't be anyway.
0: And uh, I know uh, another area that you have particularly uh, followed and written about has been obviously the government support and the the chancellor chancellor stood up with his winter plan and we didn't even get to winter before he had to stand up again yeah. um th- there, there's been some sort of recent uh announcements which you wrote on are, are you able just to update us on those as well yeah the, the, yeah i'll see if i can remember it now so yeah so the, the winter economic plan
1: and we had the Self, uh, the job support scheme and the self-employed income support scheme so the job support scheme was enhanced obviously there was a lot of pressure around with businesses effectively having to close certainly non-essentials and then hospitality if they're not closing dramatically diminished in terms of need for staff so the change to those provisions for the job support scheme and enhancements were welcome last week, as for the self-employed income support schemes, which jumped from effectively 20% of profits up to 40%. So they were material, these changes, going to cost about another 11 billion pounds. The detail is in TechLink and I think was largely much appreciated. Obviously, some people said it's been overdue, they should have done it earlier. Others said these things take a bit of time and government's a big machine. and making decisions is not always possible as quickly as it could. So I'm not here to support or challenge the government. It's just that it was relatively quickly, but you can look at some things as a U-turn in a bad sense, or you can look at some things are going, actually, we made that decision, didn't think about it well enough, or some new facts have come to light, and we've changed our mind. But the mind was changed. Um, and we can't see that, that, that it won't necessarily, we couldn't say that that will be the last of the changes that we hear, because I think the Chancellor rightly has pushed back the date of the budget to give more time to have a look at what's going on and make those decisions in relation, if they are going to be made in relation to taxation and paying for this additional support um, with the benefit of more information. Um, and, And there isn't a need, as I've said a couple of times now at least, to get into massive tax increases now. There will be tax increases. There inevitably has to be over time. Uh, we don't necessarily need to have radical tax increases or a brand new wealth tax affecting everybody right now. I think the benefit of time is going to be, be helpful and we'll see what happens next year in that sense.
0: And certainly um, interesting signs for financial planners looking at obviously how to deal with uh, the government changes in in terms of raising tax. But coming back to really what we were thinking about in terms of this podcast in relation to protection, Um the, the, you know the, looking at protection and, and, and your concept of the core strength. Um, we like to always sort of end the podcast with um, three key uh, tips to um, to looking at increasing protection in this particular case. Have you got some some, some thoughts to leave us with? Yeah, okay,
1: three top tips. I say number one, the most important thing talk about protection. Establish it as a habit. So that seems pretty self evident, but really important. And you know, unless you do it regularly, it won't become a habit. And if it doesn't become a habit, it will remain undealt with. And we will be not fulfilling our responsibilities to our client. You don't want to be that one who didn't have the conversation when an awful event happened. So talk about it first, create justifiable anxiety, I think really. Um in the business in the business, well I would say ask the what if question is what will happen as things stand what you would want to happen in relation to your business is what will happen in relation to the business potentially being able to continue should one or more of you not be around is, is, is what will happen now what you would want to happen and certainly that also being the case in relation to business succession what would you want to happen to your share of the business on death what will happen and do you have plans in place to make that happen? So ask that what if question in relation to businesses um, and basically get familiar with get familiar with the stuff that we're putting out on TechLink and will continue to put out on TechLink. Uh, it is something that we're genuinely interested in and feel a responsibility to help push forward into the sector. So keep an eye on the TechLink bulletins and videos animated and unanimated to keep up to date with what not the wither be on end but what we're saying about protection so talk about it ask the what if question and keep looking at technique.
0: and as you know i'm a, a big fan of desert island discs and uh, yeah. so if if we could if we're if we could only keep one of those ideas as the as the water takes the other two away which one do you think we should be doing most
1: I'd say talking about it, I'd like to say technically because I love link, but as you do, I'd say talk, we have. it all starts with talking without communicating, without talking about protection, without putting it on the agenda as a central part of the wealth management agenda and absolutely part of the SME support agenda. Then nothing will happen. Talk about it. Talk about it passionately. Fulfill your responsibilities. Create justifiable anxiety. So, yeah, talk about it.
0: Brilliant! What a what a great way to end. Thank you so much for your time, Tony, and sharing your insights. Really, uh, really appreciate it. Thanks for the questions; they were very incisive. Thanks a lot. Yeah, brilliant. I look forward to, uh, to the next edition of Tetlink in Conversation. Uh, please take time to uh, to have a look round TechLink, um, and uh, if you're not a subscriber, then uh, there's an offer for a free trial for a month and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. So keep well, keep safe. Thank you very much. The content of this recording is strictly for general consideration only. No action must be taken or refrained from based on the content alone. Professional advice must always be sought. Accordingly, neither Technical Connection Limited nor any of its officers, employees or contractors take responsibility for any loss occasioned as a result of any such action or inaction.